very relaxed. Well, I'm just trying to stretch out certain parts. Uh huh. <laughs> it's not so much that I'm relaxed; it's that I'm the opposite of relaxed, and I have to like sit in a certain way as to not break anything. Uh, you're that. T- you're that tensed up. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> this is. <laughs> This posture is the the only thing keeping you from just totally breaking right now. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, I would just like collapse like a on one of those shitty crackers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're painting a vibrant picture for me. <laughs> you know those shitty crackers that you give you they give you with the soup. They're not saltines, but they're like... The oyster crackers? No, not oyster crackers. They're like saltines, but not saltines. Like, even crappier than saltines. You know those. I don't know what those are. I don't drink... Or drink. You don't drink soup? I don't drink soup. I don't eat soup, really. I try to avoid eating soup. It's like a generic saltine. That's what I'm like. I'm like, about on the verge of just snapping. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And not like in an emotional way, like in a physical way. Okay. I, uh, the heck headphones? I think my headphones are broken. I can't really, uh, oh no. It's just one side's not as loud as the other, I guess. I don't know. I can hear me in my left ear, but then I hear you in my right ear, which is how this is set, like the recording input channels are set up. Uh huh. Anyway. Well, Anyhow, this is this is still in beta. Yes, uh, we still do this show occasionally. <laughs> yeah, occasionally. Yeah. I think we're still more or less on like an every couple weeks ish. Yeah, like every month and a half, maybe. Sometimes there's a sometimes there's a bye week. Like last time was Thanksgiving came up. I think that Thanksgiving week was the week we would have done it. And then something else. I don't. I think last week we didn't do it as a makeup week, just because there wasn't anything interesting to talk about. But this week there are interesting things to talk about. <laughs> oh, there are. Are there? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So first off, have you heard of Half Life, Alex? Yeah. So that's is that like the the VR thing? Uh huh. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Did you watch the trailer? No. There's a trailer. Okay. And it it the trailer I think leans heavily on the like usage of the like finger bits from the Valve Index controller stuff. Oh, I see. So this is just like all to sell a new freaking controller. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's pretty Game much Game only works with finger controller. They they say that it works with uh the every the Vive and the Oculus and the Microsoft thing and even uh, I think you can even just use a controller, like a some regular controller to play the game. Mm-hmm. And so, but yeah, to get the nifty stuff, you got to use their controller. Right. And already, I don't know if this is a like um, artificial scarcity, like Wii sort of situation, but they have like sold out of their stock of finger uh, guns, finger guns <clears throat> and, and eye goggles and stuff. Mm-hmm. So the only way to get the Vive hardware is to buy the $1,000 set. 
So you like can't just get the headset and the controllers or just the controllers. You have to like if Is it a special headset too? There's a special headset, but I think I don't know what's special about it. Uh-huh. But I think you can get just the controllers and be fine. I don't know. I don't know. I also don't know like I don't know if like your Vive base like satellite dealy bobs will work with the controllers or with the headset or whatever. I like don't what's know. the freaking point? Like what kind what kind of jackassery is that if it doesn't? I don't know, man. Anyway, so yeah, this this whole thing is kind of like to hawk their wares. <clears throat> That's the like VR even thing. more reason for me to like not get the finger guns. <laughs> is if you have to get like a new whole new set of satellite dishes for it too. I don't know that you do. I I don't know how any other stuff works. That would just be idiotic. But anyhow. Yeah. It's a thing that they made and um it's a it's a it's a uh one it's a half-life one and a half mm-hmm. it's another pre-sequel okay fantastic so yeah so they're never going to make like a chapter three yeah okay well how long did kingdom hearts take oh who remembers <laughs> It was like 10 years? Probably, yeah. Okay, so how much how much more time do they have? Like negative three years? Uh no, they have didn't didn't that come out in two Half Life Two came out in like two thousand seven or something, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, but when did Half Life One come out? Ninety seven. Yeah. Ninety eight. Yeah, so they got like Yeah, so they got like negative one year. To, to like beat Kingdom Hearts to getting to their third game. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Uh huh. Yeah, the the well, and it it, it 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 episode three wasn't even like their third game. It was the third expansion pack to their second game. Right. But they're still not making that, and they're also not making Half Life three. Instead, they're making this Half Life one point five. Half Life hardware required. Yeah. But people will buy all that hardware. Like you said, it sold out because people are so desperate to get another Half-Life game. Yeah. And everybody that played that Half-Life 2 like now has like jobs and money to afford all that crap. Uh, yeah, because like, when that came out, I was in college, and like I had a computer that could just barely run Half-Life 2. Right, yeah. All the millennials have grown up and gotten like real jobs and now are like all psyched to buy this game. Yeah, but like I'm not, because I'm like... I don't have space to put this thing. I, you know, I'm a millennial. I can't afford a house. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got a house and I've got a VR set up, so you could gift me the game and come over and play it, maybe. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Just get get those finger guns and bring bring the finger guns. I don't even think, I don't even know if you can, I'm not even sure if you can buy it separate. Well, you have to be able to. Well, I don't know. I don't know how that works, but anyway, <laughs> game free package with finger guns. Yeah, pretty much. Like okay. that's how they're selling it. Um, and yeah, I don't know it. I don't know how I feel about it. I'm probably like, I'm. All right, though. No, serious though, if I had it, you come over and play it. I try it out. Yeah, I probably wouldn't like play the whole game or anything. Well, no, because I'd get bored and I'd kick you out of the house. Yeah. Be like, why are you still in my house? (laughs) (laughs) 
get out of my house. <laughs> it's time to go. Um, but yeah, it's like a 12 hour game, they say. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, that's so like a weekend. Yeah. It's probably not like a one sitting kind of game or one standing, I guess. Well, not 12 hours. That's kind of a long time. Yeah. So that's a thing. But yeah, I think it's funny because like back. Oh, man, like I remember when people were talking about the Vive. And we were like, oh, wow, like Valve's really getting into this uh, VR thing, huh? I bet their next their next Half-Life thing is going to be exclusively (laughs) VR. Like that's the only way they're going to sell VR headsets is if they make it. If they make their next Half-Life thing exclusively VR, I could probably go back to an old conversation we had about that <laughs> and find that clip. Probably, yeah, um, we probably said something. And uh, and like, and here it is. Like, it's it's not what people wanted, but they would have been disappointed with Half-Life Three only being VR anyway. So yeah. this kind of like, this is like business-wise the smartest move, where it's like, hey, it's you know a familiar thing. And it's not the sequel, so it doesn't have to live up to that. And also, it's only VR, so you can't be mad that the sequel's only VR, because this this doesn't the sequel. this doesn't matter as much. It's Kingdom It's Kingdom Hearts Song of the Escalade, or whatever bullcrap, <laughs> <laughs> whatever bullcrap title <laughs> we threw on all those mobile devices. <laughs> Song of the Escalade is a very good name for something. It sounds like a Kingdom Hearts. It might as well. It's a side side game to me. Yeah, might as well be. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, that's really probably more of like a GTA straight to mobile kind of game. But yeah. Oh, I was thinking it was going to be some other like (laughs) (laughs) Song of the Escalade. Yeah, okay. Well, they can't use the actual like Escalade. It would be ha- it would have to be some kind of like knockoff brand, you know. <laughs> Song of the Kia Sorento. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, that one that one they can probably afford. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Song of the Kia Sorento sounds like a Western, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. But yeah, Song of the Escalade sounds like an obnoxious Japanese RPG title. Yeah. It sounds like one yeah, it's one <laughs> it's definitely in the range of that like pretentious uh maybe poorly translated. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh yeah, I mean that's all I've got for Half-Life Alex. So I just <laughs> Also like what the what the hell Half-Life Alex? Like again, they gave it like such this off the wall name. It is like like here we've called it Half Life, and we just throw some other word on the end so that it's like it's not a two or a three. There's no number. It's its own little thing here in the corner. So, well, I mean, it's because you play as Alex. Okay, which one is that? That was the girl from two. Okay, your no. sidekick. Oh my gosh! Are you kidding me? I played it like when it like. I played it like five years after it came out, and that uh-huh. was still like five years ago. <laughs> I don't know. It was it was a long time ago. I think the math checks out on that. <laughs> <laughs> or would that be ten years? No, I played yeah. it in like 2010. Uh huh. So 
Yeah. But almost 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, God. I saw that they were releasing like a 10 year anniversary of Bayonetta. And I thought, oh, God, is Bayonetta 10 years old already? Oh, dang. I think I still haven't taken that one out of the package. No. <laughs> <laughs> I I immediately <laughs> thought of that that last crusade scene where the Nazi guy is just like, what is happening to me? <laughs> <laughs> like as soon as I saw the band and it was ten years old, I just turned to Ash. <laughs> I'm dead now. <laughs> you are old. Yeah. Yeah. No, seriously. Uh I'm pretty sure I've got if not shriek wrapped a never taken out of the box CD somewhere around here. You've got an NRFB bayonetta. <laughs> yes, yes, uh, it is worth zero dollars. <laughs> it, it is because they've made like three remasters or whatever, <laughs> and it's like a pack in if you buy bayonetta two on the Switch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can get it for like three dollars on Steam or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, GameStop won't take it. GameStop, the GameStop is just about dead. So like, <laughs> they they couldn't even pay you in store credit now. They gave me eight dollars for a broken Switch controller, which was the best thing I got out of going to GameStop. <laughs> Wait, how did you have a broken Switch controller? Because those things are made out of like silly putty. The Pro controllers. Yeah. Or the, oh, the game, the, the, the uh, ones the, that dock the joy, onto the joy cons. Yeah, the joy cons. Oh, yeah, those things suck. I haven't, I barely touch those. Well, you obviously don't play on the toilet very much. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that road trip we went on uh-huh. the other day, the other weekend, like that's the most I've played that thing off the dock. Oh, God, since I've got it, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't switch that thing. I don't. Yeah. I, I actually. They made a they made a like they made the what is it? The switch light or whatever that doesn't dock. And that is only yeah. the handheld thing. And also the joy cons are built into it. And I'm like, oh, man, like just give me a like ninety nine dollar. The opposite of that thing. <laughs> right. I know. <laughs> I know. Yes. I know you. I know that's exactly what you want. Yes. You just want like. I mean, and it could probably at that point, because it doesn't need the screen or anything, just be like a dongle that plugs right into the TV in the back. Yeah, I mean, it's probably could be like the size of like a bookmark, like hardware wise. It's just a phone. It's just a phone like the the, the it's 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 <clears throat> it, almost exactly the shield TV NVIDIA thing that I have almost exactly. Yeah, except that thing uh, does a whole bunch of other stuff besides play Nintendo games. Really, if they would just like release games, Nintendo games on that thing, I would just buy them on that thing and be like, done. I'm done. I got it. Right. I got it over here. Or just have like one of those little like chip readers that you could plug into it. Yeah. I mean, I, it has an SD card reader. And so if yeah. it was just like, well, I just bought this, you know, like card slot or whatever, I can plug yeah. into a USB and just be like, that's, my that's actually the only problem with having a, a reverse switch be like something that just plugs into the back of your TV is you'd have to like go like dig that honking thing out every time you needed to like switch little chip readers. Oh yeah. To plug in the little carts or whatever. I don't know. I mean, I still have to do that. (laughs) I just have to like set it off, off to the side. Right. But if, but it's like, 
you know, 10 times bigger than it would need to be if it, if it didn't have the screen. Oh, yeah. That's my point. It could just be a stick. Like, it would oh, be yeah. like, it would be like a candy bar size. You could make oh, like a candy. fire TV. Yeah, it could be like stick. a Roku that just yeah. plugs into the TV. Yeah. If they didn't have the screen on it. Mm-hmm. But then they went the opposite way because that's. Because, well, and because that's that's really what most people use. And I'm like, one, I am like one out of like two people who use the switch the way I do. Right. Yeah. Because if you're like what I use it the way probably most people do, which is I play video games while I'm sitting with people watching TV so that I can have two things to do. Uh huh. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> I'm here, aren't I? I'm fulfilling my duties as a human. Yes. <laughs> Social obligation met. Now, don't talk to me. I've got a boss to kill. <laughs> we all know you're just playing Stardew Valley or something on there. No, it's oh, still Dragon's Dogma. Oh, yeah, it's still Dragon's Dogma. Yeah. That's right. And you can't play you can't play Stardew on a Switch, can you? Or can you? Uh, yeah. Okay. Pretty sure you can. Well, yeah. All right. Whatever, you're still playing Dragon Sigma. Yeah. Yeah. Um Oh man, I uh so I'm my I'm I I think I'm pretty close to the end on Outer Worlds. Mm-hmm. I'm I have put it on pause for the moment because there is a bug with a companion quest uh that you they auto die whenever you try to accept the companion quest. So you're trying to do, you know, it's like um kotor where they have loyalty missions or whatever that you can do right mm-hmm. didn't kotor 2 do that no no i've been thinking of mass effect or something i guess because i don't know what you're talking mass about. effect had um the loyalty missions which one do. uh two two and three or maybe I, just two i don't think two had it because i did i i did two i played two which you had the you had the stuff where it was like you talk to like Jack or whatever, and she's like, "Hey, I uh, want to go back to my n- nursery." Oh, or whatever. okay. And you would do those things where you <laughs> okay. do these special the, missions, the like side quests for party members. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, nights. So Kotor Two didn't have that. It had what it had was, uh, you had so many like opportunities when you like finished an act to like talk to everybody on the crew. And if you like jazzed somebody up enough, like if you talk to them, like in those in between times, but you had to like make sure you're freaking it every time. Otherwise, you couldn't jazz some of them up enough. Uh-huh. But once you jazzed them up enough, then you could be like, now I'm going to turn you into a Jedi. And you could do that for like everybody except the robots. Yeah. Yeah. But then you turn those into just mega kill bots anyway. Mm-hmm. So. Well, yeah. So this. But, yeah. The kill bot had the same thing, but it was like. That one you had to like master like all repair skills and everything on oh, your yeah. character. So yeah, your character you, couldn't be a good fighter because they always had to have max tech so that you could get <laughs> the HK upgraded. Yeah. Oh, but so yeah, this has those. This has has character character loyalty missions that you do, and they'll get special like bonus perk stuff that maybe it's like like maybe it buffs of stat of yours, or there's some kind of boon to doing these that you gain, which is neat. But yeah, whenever I go to talk to one of the characters, she's like, Hey, you want to help me do this thing? And I'm, and if I say, yeah, I'd love to help you do that thing. It says, bomb, you failed the quest. 
And I'm like, what? I haven't even started the quest. And then I like, I'm like, okay, well, let me stop talking to you. And then I'm like, why did I fail that quest? She's dead. <laughs> what? I'm talking to her. She's not dead. She's right in front of me. That's and so awesome. I'll like bring her in my party and walk out of the ship and be like, she's standing right here. And the quest is like, nah, she's dead. You can't do her quest now. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. And so that's a bug. Yeah. And they released a patch like a November 15th. And they're like, okay, here's the patch notes. This fixes where you will like randomly fail a botched quest. And people are like, did this fix this one chick's quest? No, <laughs> it did not. And so now they're like, all right, next patch coming out real soon. And people are like, is it going to fix this botched quest? Because nobody can complete it. Silence. So I still don't know if it's completable yet. I may end up downloading uh, a... Unofficial patch? Well, there isn't an unofficial patch. What? Yeah, because... How long has this game been out? Because it's not a Bethesda game. It's not uh... a... It doesn't have mod tools. It has hack tools. I just assumed it was because, again, it was the people that did the other thing. So, But yeah, it's in it's in UE4, and so it's different. And, uh, gotcha. So now there is a there is a mod or there's there's a a thing I can get like some kind of DLL or something I can get that like enables the console, the Unreal console. So I can probably like cheat that quest back to not being broken or something maybe. Like I'm sure somebody's got a guide on like how to do that, but um I don't want it to come to that. I want it to get by it honestly. So I'm waiting for them to fix so you're, it. So you're on a hold, doing a holding pattern to finish the game now? Yeah, kind of. And it, I know if they don't fix it in this patch, I'm just going to do the game and I'm going to be like, well, I didn't do that. You should just start the quest and just have her be a zombie the rest of the game. Yeah. Um, and they say it affects the ending, but I'm like, really, how, can, how much can it affect the ending? It's also kind of a stupid quest because this is this is their like... This is kind of their token gay character who, like, is really weird about it. And, uh... Okay. Because she's, like, she's, like, they introduce her, and it's like, oh, okay. Like, because they they introduce the character, and there's another guy in a different camp or whatever. Because you meet her in, like, the first town you go to. And she's like, I'm going to be your first companion. And you can, like, tell her, no, you're not. Or you can just pick her up, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, on this run, this is my good guy run. So I'm like, I'm going to get all the companions. I'm going to do all the special quests. She joins up my, <laughs> joins in my party. And I walk over to this other, like, competing town. Because there's factions stuff in this. And I go to that town. And this dude's like, oh, man, I'm all hot for what's-your-face. And, and, and she's in my party. And he's just like, oh, geez, I don't know how to talk to you. You're a girl. And, and she's just like, oh, I don't like this guy. And I'm like, oh, you're the gay character. Got it. Okay, and so, uh, and then it's like, you leave the planet, and you go to this, other, uh, this, like, space station, and she's like, oh, I heard about this one chick, and I'm super, and she's, like, an engineer, and I'm super embarrassed to go talk to her, and they, like, go, and you t- I take her to go talk to her, and she's like, oh, no, she's the best person in the world, and I love her immediately, and, like, I get back to my ship, and it's like, we've already exchanged four emails and I want to go out on a date with her, but I don't know how because I'm super in love with her. And it's like, okay, let's go on this side quest. And then she's like expressing her true love for her to me. And I'm just like, what just happened? You had a three second conversation with this person. And now you're like super in love. And then like we get back to the ship and it's like, 
Okay, all of our relationship problems are cleared up, and now we're the best in the best relationship. And she gets that I like don't like want to be in a physical relationship. I just want to be in a solely emotional relationship with this other woman, and that's it. And I'm like, okay, okay, this is really ham fisted. <laughs> you don't know a lot of lesbians, do you, Jesse? <laughs> I, I really don't. <laughs> I mean, I work with a few of them, but I don't like. I don't like we don't like have a lot of like social talk yeah. about like what their dating life is like. This because is totally, this is this is totally insensitive, but as a gay man that feels about right. That's about as fast as they move <laughs> as far as committing goes. <laughs> it's like she th- she sent me like three emails full of poetry and now and now we might as well just get get space married if that's even a thing. And and so like she was talking about like like maybe I'll just move onto the ship with her. And I'm like, when is it happening right now? Like, I guess I, I had a response that was just like, go for it. You can leave my ship right now. And I'm like, well, what if I want her in my party? And so this, this next quest is like the, like a next stage in their dating relationship. So it took like 30 seconds for them to be madly in love. And now it's like, well, maybe we can be serious after 10 hours. Uh-huh. And I'm like, okay, okay, great. What a great storyline this character has. Uh-huh. And like everybody else's like side quest stuff is not nearly as like. It's like doing actual tasks with them, you know, it's like doing okay. things, uh-huh. you know, like going to it find... sounds like you're just like her Uber or something for these. <laughs> kind of like half Uber, half like wingman sort of. Not know? even wingman, like just like diary. Yeah, kind of. I mean, there is like the first mission was like take her to a bar and like get her drunk and she opens up to you about this whole thing. Okay. And so it's just like, yeah. So anyway. So that's that. And so there's a part of me that's just like, I don't even care. This is kind of a stupid side quest. Like, but I do want that bonus, even though I don't ever put her in my party. Like, there's a part of me that just needs the bonus. Right, yes. You gotta you have know. that bonus. Gotta have that bonus. Uh, all right. So, you know. Or I'll just wait for the patch. and. Yeah, I'll just... Yeah, if the patch that's maybe coming out this week comes out and fixes this bug, then I'll finish, I'll finish that game off. I think I've got about, like, three more hours in it or something. But, yeah, I don't know. All right, so what else is there to talk about then? Oh, well... Uh, obviously the next thing is that Nintendo, I think did a thing, another direct or whatever. And guess what's getting a sequel? Uh, Mario's no, not Luigi's mansion. Well, no, that already got a sequel. (laughs) That's, Uh, that's, that one's out already. Luigi's mansion three is out. Yeah. Well, and they already announced that, that breath of the wild is getting a sequel. Yeah. That was a while ago. Uh, trying to think of something else. Uh, golf story. Yes. yes, golf story is getting a sequel <laughs> called Sports Story. Oh, fantastic! Yes. Oh, yes. yes. That sounds amazing. It is. It the trailer looks so good. It's got tennis. It's got baseball. Football. It might have football. Oh. It might, and it has soccer. So it has so football. British football. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm pretty excited for this game to come out because i loved golf story so much <laughs> yes so yeah he like goes to college i guess 
and he's got like a class in like tennis it looks like anyway fantastic man there's a there's a there's a visual of him like getting pitched a toaster and hitting it with a baseball bat i don't know what that means but i don't know but i hope there's some kind of special timing involved where you have to hit the toaster and then the toast that comes out of the toaster hits something else Mm, yeah (laughs) <laughs> or depending on how, when you hit the toaster, like that's how good the toast is. Yes. Yeah. Cook that toast. Cook that toast. This toast has the face of Jesus on it. Um, Speaking of Jesus. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. That's another announcement, I suppose. Yes. I was sure if we were going to get to that. It's getting its own game. <laughs> Jesus, finally in game form. Well, actually, it's <clears throat> this isn't even the first game with Jesus, obviously. No, there's definitely been other Jesus games, but... Um, yeah, the Jesus game I'm familiar with is the is the game by the guy M. Dickey. Are you familiar with M. Dickey? No. Oh man, he's this dude who makes his own games that are really wild. <laughs> and uh there's one called like Hard Times that's about like prison. And you make a character and you get put in prison. And that's it. It's just you in prison. And like it's it's just insane. I don't even know how to describe it. Like there's this it's like it's like only entirely emergent gameplay as like criminals who are also in prison, like start randomly attacking people or maybe attack you. And there's also like other characters who are like, like trying to trying to like kill you. And so you have to like defend them, but the guards will also like try to stop you. And then those like, if you get caught, like hurting somebody or something, they like go to a trial scene and the judge like, dice roll has a sentence for you <laughs> and it, there's this video of this dude playing it <laughs> and he like finds it like takes one of the guns from the guards and like shoots the other guards and is like kills somebody in front of another guard and the guard's like i saw what you did i'm gonna report you <laughs> and they're gonna get to the trial and the judge is just like boys will be boys basically <laughs> It's like you committed murder in front of these other guards, but you know you had to. <laughs> that's just that's just how it is. He's, he's innocent, but he's still going back to jail. Same jail. It's a bizarre game. Anyway, the same dude made a game called the U Testament, which is on the, in the same in the same engine, and you still make a character, and uh, and it like it's this bizarre like pan theological sort of game where there's like Moses is in it but I think also like Egyptian gods are in it if I remember right and I don't even know but it's kind of the same game where you can also just like randomly beat people up (laughs) I guess it's nuts anyway this other game's not either of those no what was it called I I am Jesus I am Jesus yeah except that the I is Jesus what what do you mean? Wait, like in the logo, like it's I am Jesus, but Jesus. is Oh alive. yes, yeah, yeah, and the, yeah. I am Jesus, but yes, Jesus. The which would be to me would be T M Jesus, but <laughs> yeah, his feet his feet should be like splayed out a little bit more, so it'd be like I like an like I serif like a serif. Yeah. yeah. Well, then it would still be a T, but yeah. Well, anyway, yes, it's called I am Jesus Christ. Yeah. Be- yes, the famous man on Earth. The famous man on Earth, yes. Mm-hmm. 
it barely looks like it doesn't look like this is really a, a game even but um it's a single player game it has achievements it's it, the, the the developer is called simulam simulam so you kind of have to wonder like with a game like this is are they trolling with the IMGs? Are they like legitimately like like into Jesus? Um and just like really bad at game making. That's why I was wondering about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Cuz I mean there's like terrible, you know, there's there's all like as long as there's been video games there's been terrible Bible video games. There's been there are are only <clears throat> terrible Bible video games. Right. Like but like you know there was like the the Noah's Ark game which was the Doom engine and you, you were shooting animals with seed instead of Nazis with guns. Yeah. So like put them to sleep to put them on the ark or something. Yeah, and I think in that's there's also that one where you can play as Moses. No, you play no, you play as you play as Moses's mom? You play as somebody and you're carrying baby Moses and you have to like not drop him and like not <laughs> drop the baby. Don't drop the baby. It's not you play as baby Moses like floating down the river. No, you don't okay. yeah, you don't directly control Moses, I don't think. Okay. Okay, so here's on the Steam page. It's a realistic simulator game inspired by stories from the New Testament of the Bible. Get into old times and follow the same path of Jesus Christ 2,000 years ago. Game is covering the period from baptizing of Jesus Christ and to resurrection. Have you ever wondered Have you ever wondered to be like him? One of the most privileged and powerful people in the world? Privileged? <laughs> Check if you can perform all famous miracles from the Bible like Jesus Christ. It is a simulation game, and you can try to save the world as he did. Are you ready to fight with Satan in the desert? Exercising demons and cursing sick people? Curing sick people? Or calm the store in the seas? And that's got a gift for it, though. It does have a boat. And there's glowy, I guess, your Jesus hands. You got a Jesus meter? Yes, that's what I said. There's a Jesus meter. There's a Jesus meter. And pray like him to get your Holy Spirit's power and help people around you. Fight with evil, make miracles, resurrect dead, feel and act like him. If you feel and act like him, if you a game lover, why not to get to know his past, his challenges, his sufferings and his power? Reach the final stage of resurrection and show the world that you are alive. And yes, there is a gift. So there's a gift of him having glow hands at an old lady. A gift of the stone rolling away and it looks like you get infinite Jesus meter when you do that. I guess that's the resurrection happening. Yeah. So key features, open world, special skills, realistic fight with Satan, over 30 miracles, miracles like healing people, walking on water, calming storm, feeding people, baptizing and getting superpower of Holy Spirit, praying and increasing of Holy Spirit, crucifixion and resurrection. Key features, crucifixion. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Not many games claim that. <laughs> key feature crucifixion, yeah. Yeah. This is one of the few games that features crucifixion as a key feature. I uh I didn't hear anything about lecturing Pharisees in there, which is really all I want to do if, if I'm playing a Jesus game. 
oh is just like go in go into the temple and like have the, have the sadducees question you and like yeah call them serpents and stuff and yeah i want to i just want to i just want to flip over tables and whip money changers and whatnot yeah um well you know you'll just have to wait for your i don't know action jesus game action yeah action jesus or the Sounds more like a Jesus dating sim with the whole dialogue option stuff. Jesus songs of Escalade. Jesus songs of Escalade. Set <laughs> so the way for that one to come out. Uh, yeah, that's a turn-based JRPG though. <laughs> yeah, you've got to, you've got to, <laughs> you've got to collect your twelve disciples. Uh, <laughs> you can only have a party max party size of three, uh-huh. but you still got like twelve disciples, and you've got to level them all up. Because there's sometimes where you've got to use Judas, even though you don't want to. <laughs> well, yeah, Judas is a hard get. <laughs> yeah. You got to have enough. You got to have, have enough silver in order to recruit Judas. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't. He doesn't really prove very useful in the end game, but he is necessary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, really, what who you want your in your party is definitely Peter. Yeah, like he's gonna cut an ear off that guy. So like. <laughs> Yeah. And I guess John, you know. Yeah. Which one's the one that like, writes all the letters to the Romans? Paul. Paul. Yeah. But he wasn't. I guess he's he like wasn't, he wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't. <laughs> he wasn't in the original 12. <laughs> he was a post-resurrection convert. Oh, so he's like. So he's like New Game Plus. <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> DLC. <laughs> I feel so. Said that like we could make a way better Jesus game. <laughs> I think I think I think we've already like designed a better one than like I've ever heard of. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, you know, it's not it's not difficult. It's just most of the people who try to make a Jesus game like just aren't even trying to make yeah. a game. I think I think it's more about they know more of a, they they know more about Jesus than game design, or maybe they don't even know enough about either. Uh, <laughs> given. Like the idea that he's like privileged and powerful, which is two words I've rarely heard describe Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. I. Yeah. I don't really think of like the guy, the guy who was like born in a in a in a manger. In a manger. Yeah. Yeah. Which was likely more just kind of like a a cave that they kept animals in, not even like a real structure, but like anyway. Yeah, that's born into privilege right there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they even gave him, like, white person hands. So, like, come on. Uh, okay, but, all right. So, I don't, do you have anything else on that? No, nope. Nope. Nope, we're done. No, let's move nope. on. Move on. on. Change the subject. <laughs> speaking, speaking of spirits, oh, did yeah. you see the new Ghostbusters trailer? I haven't seen the new trailer, but I'm aware of it. Again. Okay, yeah. yes. So yeah. So who's in this Ghostbusters? It's got Paul Rudd because he's in everything these days, right? Okay. And um, Finn something or other, the kid who plays Mike from Stranger Things. Curly haired one. No, no. Finn is the. Uh, it's either Will or Mike. I can't remember now. Mike, not Will. Mike. Yeah. I don't know his last name. That's his first name, right? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So he's in it and. Paul Rudd is in it. Who are the Ghostbusters? They are. 
They are, are they like children of the other Ghostbusters, or like what's? They are the grandchildren of Egon. Okay. Um, and one of them is wearing like, like the so there's a brother and sister, and they live with their mom, who I guess is the daughter of Egon, mm-hmm. who like never talked about him apparently, and also doesn't tell them about like, you know. Like the the dimensional cross rip of nineteen eighty four, right? So like, um, and also, so it's an interesting take. The premise is interesting because we're at a point now where, like, if I talk to, you know, kids or like teens that are not related to us, and I'm like, "You guys seen Ghostbusters?" and they're like. Uh, oh yeah, the what that you know the one from 2016. And I'm like, no, Ghostbusters, and they're like, what's that? And I'm like, and then you're like, freaking kids, freaking kids. <clears throat> and so this movie t- kind of like takes that as the premise of just like freaking kids, like don't even know about the mm-hmm. Ghostbusters. And so like, you know, one scene in the trailer is Paul Rudd, like they they find a ghost trap and they bring it to Paul Rudd, and he's just like, that's a pretty cool replica. And they're like, a replica of what? And he's like, what? <laughs> so Paul Rudd is is Paul Rudd is basically playing me, right? But but is Paul, Paul Rudd is like fifty or something, right? How old is Paul Rudd? Uh, I don't know. He's probably fifty. He's like one of those. He's one of those guys that's like drinking baby's blood or something, like like Tom Cruise. Yeah, right. Yeah, because like, like he's got to be. Because I swear he was doing. And I'm probably getting even confused with like John Cusack a lot of the time, but I swear he was doing like romantic comedies like in the early '90s, as like a... <laughs> okay, no joke, fifty years old. Yeah, see, <laughs> and like he's like the oldest Marvel hero that doesn't look that old, right? Like, yeah, I mean, he's yeah, like fifty. Like Robert Downey Jr. like looks like he's at least fifty. Yeah, and then Paul Rudd is like also fifty, but right. how is but, he but still doing stuff? Like, but people are like he's. He's like like Spider-Man's older brother, right? Like Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I was not crazy. I'm like, Paul Rudd is a Marvel hero? When I heard that, I'm like, that dude is old. Yeah. And so like they so like to so, so like to make his character make sense, they had to get someone even more old. Yeah, like they had Michael to get Douglas. Yeah, they had to get Michael Douglas, who's like ninety-eight. Yeah, it's like he's in like yeah. when I think of like an old Douglas, I'm like, oh, Kirk Douglas. It's like, nah, Kirk Douglas is like, is he dead? He's a skeleton. He's a skeleton. Like he's yeah. in the grave now. It's Michael Douglas now who now looks like his dad. Yeah. And yeah. And so now he's got to be the old guy. But right. But like his love interest is the person who is Kate from friggin' uh, Lost. Yeah. So he's like a good like 17 years older than her. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's, like, creepy. It's it's in that, like, he's creepy too old for her thing. But they don't, like, they never... But then he's, like, again, he's, like, 50, and he's got, like, an 8-year-old kid. Yeah. Right? Right. And then she... Yeah. Yeah. And it's, like, the only reason she's, like, age-appropriate to be his kid now is because, like, she... He lost five years. Right? And so Oh, now, yeah. Like, he time-skipped or whatever. Yeah. Or was like in the the quantum zone, right? But yeah, and so but now yeah, now she's like a teen. But like by the time she was in college, he would have been like almost seventy. Yeah, 
right? If that hadn't happened, and we're like not talking about that. Nobody's talking about that. Well, well and like his ex-wife is Kitty from uh, right, yeah, arrested or whatever. Right, and, like she can't be. Yeah, and like he's like he's all like acted like he's not, but he's like George Blue Senior's age. No, George Bluth Sr. Well, maybe like when that show came out. Okay. Well, uh, 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 how old is George Bluth now? Hold on. Now, see, now I've got to pull up. We got to pull up a bunch of. Ages. I got to. I got to pull up a bunch of. Let me get to the IMDb. We got to find out how creepy this whole situation is. Uh huh. All right, Jeffrey Tambor. How old are you? Nineteen forty-four. Um, older than our dad. Four years older than our dad. So 75. 75. And then uh that's old. Um but in 2005 when the show was actually is even yeah, 2005 is when the show came out, right? Was it? Uh, 2003. 2003. Okay, so yeah, you shave off 16 years. Yeah, 16 years. So 75 minus 16. So uh is that 59? Yeah, 59. Yeah. So still that's H- still ten years older. He's closer to George Bruceno's age than he is to the to Kitty's age. Yeah. Okay. Judy Greer. Yeah. Is seventy five. She's not seventy five. She's got my birthday, July twentieth, nineteen seventy five. Hey, there you go. Um. So yeah. So she's what is that? Um. Math. She was born in seventy. She's born in seventy five. So she's forty five. So she's forty five. So that's. So, okay, like her and Paul Rudd, that's fine. That's this. That's, that's fine. That's, you know, five years. That's nothing. Okay. Um, but, yeah, other other one, Hornet. Not Hornet, Wasp. Oh, oh, Kate from Lost. Yes. What's her real name? I don't know. That's good. That's fine. I'm looking up Lost. <laughs> Is Kate from Lost or... No, not Home Alone 2, Lost or, in New York, not Lost in Space, was she just a, Lost. Was she, or like the elf girl that nobody wanted in the, Lord, in the Hobbit. No, she was the elf girl the dwarf wanted. No, I mean the elf girl that nobody wanted. Oh, like no in... Fans in yeah, not, not, not in canon, like outside of the movie. Yeah, yes. Yeah, well, the elf girl that didn't exist. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah, okay. No, she's... So she's... Uh, what, what did they say Kitty was? 75? 45. Oh, she was born. She was in seventy-five. Yeah. So yeah, take away four years. So thirty or forty-one. Forty-one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's not the worst. <laughs> yes. A nine-year gap. Yes. Not the worst. There's been there. It could be worse. Yes, it could be worse. It could be worse. Probably like if you looked up. The latest Tom Cruise movie, it's probably worse. Probably worse. If you look up the latest Tom Cruise wife, probably worse. <laughs> Tom Cruise wife, yes. Uh, yeah, so, uh, anyway. Anyway, Paul Rudd's 50. Think about that. He's friggin' 50. Think, yeah, think about that. He's 50. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, he's, he's basically playing, like, a person like me, who is just like, how do you not remember Ghostbusters, kids? Oh, right. Your children. Let me tell you about Ghostbusters. Right. And then... Except he was an adult when that movie came out because he's 50. Wait, what? He was in a... Well, he was a teen. Okay, fine. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, that movie came out when you were born. Exactly. I am as old as Ghostbusters. And, like, 
your obsession with that is just a result of having older siblings, I think. Yeah, and the fact that like we rented a VCR and the tape, and I watched it like on repeat and dressed up like them. But like he's like slightly older than the kids on Stranger Things would be in their world. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that scene, that scene where they all dress up as the Ghostbusters in Stranger Things, like that would have been him. That would have been Paul Rudd. Right. But but in this reality that he is in in this movie, that was a real thing that happened. And so he's like, how do you not remember this major event about like real ghosts being real and a giant ma- marshmallow man and stuff? And they're like, we have no idea what you're talking about. They're probably homeschooled. So like, you know, and then so they, you know, they're Egon's kids. So they find this stuff. And apparently they're in Kansas now or something. And yeah, I saw a wheat field. That's all yeah. And so like Egon brought proton packs and the Ecto one and just put it in a barn in a house. Uh-huh. In, like you do in Kansas. Yeah. And then there's ghosts, and then the kids have to stop the ghosts. Okay. I guess. With Paul Rudd. Sure. Yeah. So I don't know. Like the I did I what like I watched the trailer and I so and I, I watched it and then afterwards I thought Alright, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how it goes. <laughs> you know, like I wasn't I wasn't upset. I was just kind of like Okay. Well. All right. And my expectation is at the end of the movie, they'll go through the whole movie. No original cast. Right? They'll do they'll do everything. You know, they'll like kids save the world. It's going to be that shtick. And then uh and then like, I don't know, maybe Paul Rudd and their mom like have some kind of like flirty thing, but they don't actually become a couple, mm-hmm. you know. Um and because then, he's so much older than her. Yeah, because because she, because she's 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 like thirty seven, and he and like oh gross, you're fifty. Look at you, you old man. And like I know you look younger than me, but that's because of the witch's hex. That's the, and I don't want any part of that because it's wicked and terrible. I, I'm a single mom, <laughs> and that makes just makes me look older because yeah. I'm you know have the stress of like by, raising by the two time children. I'm your age and you still look the same because of your weird voodoo or painting or whatever it is <laughs> capturing your age. <laughs> there, yeah. there, there is a precedent for weird haunted paintings in this world. So <laughs> right. don't even get me started. Yes. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, and so like my, my expectation is they go through this movie. They like, figure out all the Ghostbusters stuff. Paul Rudd teaches them like, hey, I think, you know, this is a ghost trap. This is a PKE meter. This is the proton pack. You use these to like capture the ghosts and stuff. And he teaches them the ropes about being Ghostbuster. Kids do all the Ghostbusters stuff on their own. End of the movie, uh, Dan Aykroyd and and uh, Winston and, and... Maybe Bill Murray. Maybe Bill Murray. Like, come, like show up and they're just like, oh, hey... You know, you found Egon's old stuff, uh, kind of a thing, and then, uh-huh. well, and then maybe maybe welcome to the Ghostbusters or something like that. Yeah. Also, 
I really want to see somewhere in Egon's house, like the painting from the end of Ghostbusters 2. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that thing. The yeah. like four of them all posed weird around the baby. Yes. Yeah. That should be somewhere in the movie. I mean, so, yeah. So the so the the movie, the trailer does have a bunch of like, like, winks to like random stuff that was said from the movies or like like one like so they pan over like the collection of spores mold and fungus right uh-huh. and there is like a, a, a twinkie somewhere oh i don't know if there's a twinkie anywhere if there was a twinkie the size of a bus that would be great <laughs> i think i would have noticed that though <laughs> um but yeah, the so that's my my expectation is that the the real Ghostbusters like don't play much of a role. They just kind of show up at the end, and then there's this like passing of the torch moment or something that happens. They're like, "Here, we've completed our contractual obligations. We're never showing up on one of these ever again. Goodbye." Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> or, yeah. I mean, like Dan Aykroyd is just like, "I'm in this one. Money, please." <laughs> Yes. I've got to go fund more of my like crystal skull vodka and like attempts to communicate with aliens. <laughs> um, <laughs> and Ernie Hudson's just like for a paycheck, I'll believe anything he wants. <laughs> uh-huh. So, you know, so I don't know it. There's a part of me that's like, yeah, okay. Like this is a much a kind of expected route to take. There was one, one, uh, a couple of guys I was listening to talk about this movie trailer, like, and they were like, man, it's almost like somebody at Sony saw that scene in stranger things. And was just like, "Mm, yes, let's get that same kid and put him in a ghostbusters movie about. (laughs) And it's like, right. It'll be like an episode of stranger things where the kids save the world. Yeah. You know, and I think that's the only reason I'm like, that's one of the, well, that's maybe not the only reason, but one of the reasons I'm kind of on, not super excited is it's just like, yeah, like Stranger Things has been doing that for three seasons and we'll do it for a fourth season. Um, there are other programs that are kind of doing the like kids save the world sort of thing. Right. Like that's, that's not, that's not a new concept anymore. Um, I don't know, but as far as like a, I think the, I, th- I think the people have forgotten about the thing that happened in 1984 is a viable take, especially since even in Ghostbusters two people in New York were just like, oh, that one, you know, that one kid at the birthday party is like, my dad says you're full of shit. <laughs> well yeah at at that point it become a thing where they like like there were people that thought it was a hoax yeah right yeah so there's probably like going to be people who like still there's going to be the walter pecks in this movie who think still think it's a hoax you know right and then there's going to be and that like yeah and uh i don't know yeah i think in this movie like paul red is going to be the like ray style character where he's super excited about all of this stuff uh-huh. and it's like absolutely like let's go find ghosts and catch them right 
So my guess is this is okay. This is my prediction for the analogs to the care to the original cast characters. Paul Rudd's Ray. Finn, what's his face is Vankman. The daughter is Egon because she's got the glasses. So she's mm-hmm. the Egon. So she's going to be the she's going to be the brainy girl who is just like, oh, yeah, like, I know how this works for no reason. Right. Let me science this and fix everything. Yeah. Um, and then the mom is going to be the Winston of just like, what the hell is happening? I have no idea what's going on here, but I'm getting roped into it. Sure. Yeah. Okay, so that's that's my that's my guess of what's of what's going to go on. But, you know, I don't know. Seems all right. Okay, doesn't seem terrible. I wasn't I wasn't upset by anything in this in this trailer. Just wait till the movie comes out. Yeah, I mean, that's that's going to be the real the real test is like what the actual end product is. Mm-hmm. They've got, you know. At least one thing going for them, which is like Jason Reitman, the son of Ivan Reitman, is like being the doing the direction. Yeah, it's weird to me. It's also just weird that like I guess Sony's just trying to figure out like, well, we're losing Spider-Man and some of this other stuff. What what? I guess intellectual properties can we like try and revive because we don't want to come up with new things. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's been their plan for a while is like, how do we how do we make a like cinematic universe out of blank? Yeah. And so I feel like Ghostbusters is not the right one to do that with. It's not. I mean, it really isn't like if they were going to do that, they needed to do like where Ghostbusters became more like Orkin or something yeah like that's the movie i would do it's like it's like you know there's like there's like a ghostbusters like in every city kind of thing well there was so okay so i don't know there's a lot of like i sometimes i watch maybe probably like too much like inside baseball kind of stuff about movie production stuff and so (laughs) there was like like back when sony was releasing the uh what was it what was it that one about them sending um uh Seth Rogen and the other guy to Korea uh-huh the interview yes so whenever they were making that movie uh like North Korea hacked Sony's servers and right yes a bunch of we their, all know about this published a bunch of their internal emails and stuff yes and so out of that hack came like a bunch of emails about what they wanted to do with the Ghostbusters. And that's where you had like the weird ideas about like the Channing Tatum Ghostbusters spinoff that was called like Ghostbusters Inc. or something where they do the like every state has a franchise of Ghostbusters Uh and and that kind of thing. And uh, yeah. So, yeah. And at that point, everybody's a Winston. (laughs) Everybody's a Winston. Tell me I'm wrong. No, yeah, at that point, everybody's a Winston. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. You've got the one guy who's tech support, who's probably Indian because they're racist, who's the Egon, but then everybody else is a Winston. I mean, you've got, like, you'd, no, you'd have, you'd have, 
Not okay. So in that scenario, you'd have twenty percent Janine's, eighty percent Winston's. <laughs> you know, right? And then you'd have you'd have like the Egon would be the name of the tech support phone number that they call. Oh yeah, breaks. Yeah, one eight hundred three seven nine Egon. Yeah. Or unless you could do, unless you could make it Ray Egon, that would work as a phone number. <laughs> I don't know what that number is, but yeah. Yeah. I think, I think at that or, point. Or Spangler, S P E N G L R. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> you'd end up with, God, like, what would the corporate hierarchy be? Because it would be, it would be like Venkman would be like head of sales, but he wouldn't be like he'd be like VP of sales is what he would be. <clears throat> you know, right. He wouldn't be like he wouldn't have aspired enough to be like CEO. I mean, I assume at this point, like they're like what I, I assume that they like just got bought out. Oh, for, like, a yeah. Small amount. And like they're not even in the picture anymore. Oh, like they just like sold the license, like the, the the rights to like the name and the technology and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they sold it for a teeny bit, and then like somebody who is the Walter Peck of this of this universe is the guy that's like the CEO of Ghostbusters now, and he's like some asshole. Oh yeah, no, that would make more sense. Yeah, yeah, like they they hit some slump after defeating Vigo again, where it's just like they're down on the dump, and it's just like, are we even gonna hit another? Another like boom in like ghost busting. Yeah. But like at this point, like now the Ghostbusters are the villains because they figured out how to create goat like rips in the uh whatever to make ghosts appear. So they're like re- they're kind of like creating the problem that they're solving or something. There's some kind of foul foul afoot. No, I don't think you can do that. Like you can't demonize the original Ghostbusters. No, you're not. That you're not. You're demonizing like the evil guy that took over the Ghostbusters. But you're saying you've made you've made the Ghostbusters the villain by making them open up like dimensional rifts. Well, only 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 Ghostbusters corporate like it's like some ragtag group of like people in the Jersey branch that have to take them down. Or so you're saying Ghostbusters as a corporation has figured out how to open up. Yes. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. Yeah. So then they are the like. Doing the thing that Walter Peck assumed they were doing sort of. Right. Where Walter Peck thought it was just like a, was like nerve gases and stuff. Yeah, something like causing that. hallucinations. But they're actually like, like summoning ghosts, summoning ghosts, you know, and uh, or just like catch. It's like catch and release. Like they catch them in one country <laughs> or one zo- like one state, and then just like the the traps just get shipped over to another place where they're released into another thing to just get trapped again mm-hmm. so there's, there's only like this like small quantity of ghosts but they just keep getting like migrated around the recycling ghosts yeah anyway we'll, okay we'll oh. write that movie after we write the jesus game <laughs> oh okay uh what else i mean we're at an hour yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we can just we can wrap it up. I don't really. Ha- I don't think I even have anything else in my notes. Oh, good. So we got. I think we may have. We had like, all the key all the key parts. Yeah. Let me just. And, uh, 
Uh, is this is this our pre Christmas episode? Uh, this is likely yeah the last. This is probably yeah because the next the next Wednesday we would do is Christmas Day. Okay. So yeah, let's call this one our our Christmas episode. Christmas episode. Merry right, Christmas. Should we do anything? Should we come in any Christmas lists? Like what what games have you not got this year that you would like for Christmas? Uh, I think it's the Jedi game. Fallen Order sounds good. I heard about this game called Tour the Tourist. It's like a twenty dollars Switch game. Mm-hmm. Looks like a little puzzle game kind of a thing. I might pick that up. Yeah. I want. I think. I think from the sounds of things, I would like to get Outer Worlds. I think uh, you would find it enjoyable. And I need to get Disco Elysium. Disco Elysium, yeah, and and Untitled Goose Game. Oh yeah, those are those are the ones I need to get for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I've committed to getting you Disco Elysium. Okay. Well, I'm getting Robbie Untitled Goose Game as like one of his surprise gifts, and I'll play it later. Yeah. You might try just playing it together. I think it is a two player. It's not a two player game, but it's oh, I like, think it's more of a like play it with an audience oh, kind okay. of a thing. Because like as I was playing it, I was like, I haven't really gone back to it because I was just playing it by myself. And at some point it. So more fun to play with somebody watching. I think I think so. I think it's more fun to have like somebody else who can like you can share that enjoyment of like discovery and stuff. Otherwise, as in maybe my case, it became very mechanical and I was just like, okay, now I have to get through this next section of the goose game. (laughs) Like, how do I trick this old man? Okay. I figured out how to trick the old man. Now, what do I need to do? And then it was just like, am I even enjoying this anymore? Or am I just going through the motions of playing this, this goose? So if you can't enjoy being the goose, you shouldn't be the goose. Yeah, like if you feel like you're getting into a rut playing as a goose, like that's a that's a problem. Oh yeah. Well, I, I think I think that's good. We got our list. Yeah, we've got yeah. Okay. Now, do we? Um, here's a why is this not? Oh, there it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we covered everything. Okay, great. All right. Um. Obviously, we're calling this one Songs of Escalade. Songs of Escalade, yes. Yeah. That's a no-brainer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> unless you want to call it Songs of the Kia Sorrento. <laughs> Either one. Both are good. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, see, I think Songs of the Kia Sorrento makes me laugh more. Okay, fair okay, enough. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Do you want to... <laughs> Hold on. Before we wrap it up, do you want to do you want to come up with a uh, a like? Or do you want to do our game of the year bit? Oh, oh! This is also the end of the year one too. Yeah, I'm. Mean, yeah, because we're done. Oh gosh. Okay. Um. Crap. Well, this is gonna be tough. Okay. Well, I. I mean, I've got one. We usually do Batman <laughs> game of the year. Okay. Like best Batman game. Best Batman game. And right. that goes to Spider Man. Spider-Man came out this year. Fair right? enough. Yeah. That's the yeah. best Batman game for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's reasonable. Best Batman game was Spider-Man. Yeah. Okay. Um, um uh, best old game that I played this year because I never play games when they're current would be Dragon's Dogma again. Again. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um Man, what 
best game that neither of us have bought or thought about getting. Uh, I think that's going to go to Death Stranding. <laughs> I, again, judging from your reaction, I'm going to say that's correct. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, like neither neither one of us have like really considered buying it or playing it. Or we didn't even put it on our Christmas list, so. Yeah. Yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm hesitant to even actually play it. Uh, man, what are the, what other, what are the categories? What are the categories can we come up with? Can we? Yeah, so I just need to make something up on the spot. Um, let's see. Uh, best terrible game. <laughs> best terrible game. Maybe, maybe like best game I didn't finish this year. That one goes to Yakuza Zero. I still have not. <laughs> I still haven't finished it. I don't even know where I think I don't even I don't even think I got halfway through that game. But I feel like I played a lot of it. I finally had to just finish that game. I was trying to get all of the like the Yakuza points and I just like, no. I don't want to learn how to play Qui-Gon or this like rolling balls into a hat game and whatever else. <laughs> I don't like- know if you're even being real right now. <laughs> You yeah. named the, name the Star Wars character. <laughs> That's not a real game. <laughs> or Pad Pad Tao, or I don't want to learn how to play all these games uh-huh. that are like from China in a Japan game, and like the weird like cards of Escaflown. I don't want to play uh-huh. the like steeple of the two trees. I don't want to learn how to play all these mini games. I don't want to learn how to play Shogi, Shogun Chess, Shogi, Gogi, whatever. I No, I just don't want to be like, why do I have to learn how to play like. And then some of them are just roll dice. They're just dice. <laughs> and you have to win a million dollars at dice. And it's like, nope, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, I can't do it. I can't win a million at dice. Oh, yeah, that's like. So I gave up. Oh, man, I think. I think a contender for like, oh, oh, I'll say this most anticipated game I didn't care about. That's another category. Okay. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, uh, best game that I re- refused to play because it was multiplayer. I don't know if that goes, I guess that probably goes to uh, uh, Fallout 86. 76. 76. Yeah. yeah. Fallout 76. Or maybe Anthem, but probably Fallout 76. Uh, wait, what was the category? Uh, best best game that I refused to play because it was multiplayer only. Oh, yeah. I don't think either one of them fit into that category, <laughs> actually. <laughs> well, I'm certainly not going to say Fortnite. Yeah. I mean, you shouldn't. It didn't even come out this year, so. <laughs> oh, God. Like, what do I even put? What do I even, like, maybe there's a category for, like, game I played. Like, game where the ratio of, like, time I played it to the amount I enjoyed it. Like, the highest skew on that one. That's going to go to uh, Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> Okay. Like that was the most like, what the hell am I playing? Why am I still playing this? I have to finish this. 
that's that those are the states of being I went through. <laughs> and like the DLC has been announced and there was a trailer for it and I watched the trailer for it and I'm like, man, I don't I could not I cannot care about this DLC. I cannot care about it because everything about this trailer means nothing to me anymore. It's all just dumb words coming out of these people's mouths and there's nothing. And somebody was like, well, don't don't." somebody at work posted the trailer and was like, well, don't watch this trailer if you haven't beaten the game because it kind of spoils it. And I'm like, does it? Does it? They just say nonsense words. And even if you've beaten Kingdom Hearts 3, it doesn't mean anything. So so my most anticipated game I didn't care about definitely is Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> since we since we already had that category brought up. Oh man. Oh. Yeah. Golly. Oof. That freaking game. I can't. So so best game you actually like. Oh, best game I actually like. That's a tough one. So it sounds like best terrible game is Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh yeah, I guess that's true. Best terrible game is Kingdom Hearts Three. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> somehow that game got nominated for like best score at the Game Awards, and I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> Half the music and like ninety percent of the music in that game is just ripping off the music that was in the movies for those things that they're playing. Right. And then the other stuff is like, there's a freaking overworld, like like gummy ship overworld theme. Or whatever, because there's like three, three like looping songs for like the the gummy ship environments that you can be in, and it's just like canon in D at some point. It's like the Pachelbel like chord progression, and I'm just like, are you kidding me? This is the background music for this. I can only hear that, and you're gonna give this game best score. Screw you, yeah. Game Awards. So, uh, okay. Top game that I spent more time in the inventory and planning, crafting than actually playing is Monster Hunter World. Hmm. Okay. Did that come out this year? I don't I thought remember. that was last year. It feels like it was forever ago. I it might as yeah, well, who knows? I don't last like I think I got it for Christmas last year. Oh, so like maybe you only played year. it yes. this year. But like I don't know. It's been such a long year. <laughs> Best game I got for Christmas last year and still haven't played. Nier Automata. <laughs> Most nauseating game to play in VR for me was Senua Sacrifice. Because there were cutscenes that were meant not for VR. Oh, were they like That fixed? they played in VR oh. that were not good. Yeah, I, that was the only game I've ever played in VR that almost made me vomit. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I know other games have taken those like cinematics and like put them on a like in-world a screen or something that you can look at, mm-hmm. so that it gives you that kind of separation. Like they, just they do TV. that too, but they also have a very long, awkward transition into that cinematic mode sometimes, and that's when you die. <laughs> You just have to like close your eyes and go like, "Tell me when it's over." Yeah, yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So top game that you actually like? Oh yeah, I don't know. Maybe that goes to Spider Man. Um, 
yes, that I, I will say that might go to Spider-Man. I mean, Outer Worlds is good, but it's like. I'm at the point in Outer Worlds where I'm like, once they fix this thing, I'm just going to beat it because I'm kind of like, I've gotten what I want out of it. And also, like I was saying, like the combat, the 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 dialogue stuff's kind of interesting sometimes, but like, and there's some funny lines and things, but like the combat just like doesn't really get anywhere. And, uh, and, um, and also like you're, their item variety and like the special items and stuff just like aren't interesting enough. Like you get a shrink ray, but it's like, am I going to use the shrink ray or am I just going to shoot this guy once in the head? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't really feel like playing with this stuff because it doesn't necessarily increase my killing power. It just is kind of goofy. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, and, but with the Spider-Man game, I beat that and I was like, yeah, that was like just long enough. Like I was getting, I was almost to the point where I'm like, I'm tired of doing the stuff in this game, but I had like done everything in that game. And I was like, just getting to that point of like, I think I'm about done with this. I think I could wrap this up. And then it wrapped up and I was like, oh man, this game is exactly the right length. Yeah. I I think I'll go Spider-Man too. I'll agree with you on that one. Because I played Assassin's Creed Odyssey uh, this year also. And that one was too long. Mm. It had too many little things to explore. And they all got kind of... Like, I enjoyed it because I could actually... like There was different ways to play. You could be stealthy and stuff. But Mm -hmm. it got way too samey towards the end. Because there's just a thousand points of interest on the map and you know half of them are all the same right like once you've once you've stormed this like shape of encampment you know it's exactly there's like a hundred encampments across the world that are this exact same shape uh-huh. kind of thing yeah and, and it was it was cool at first to like run around and like see like climb on like giant statues and you know, take pictures, post pictures of yourself for everyone to see of you, like clinging to, you know, Zeus's nutsack at the beginning of the game and mm-hmm. and, so, <laughs> and stuff like that. But then, like, it's like they had some of the cool stuff at the very beginning, and then like it's like okay, seeing Greece is kind of cool, but once you're like you're like, man, I think I've seen enough of Greece now. I'm kind of sick of this. I'm over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in and Spider-Man, even though I didn't buy the DLC, I felt like I could have. And, you know, that's a I don't buy DLC often. So that's another check yeah. in its favor of like maybe one day I will pick up that DLC. Anyway. Maybe one. Yeah, we'll see. Huh? Alright.